welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. This episode's going to be a fun one. So I am in an interesting place (laughs) where I'm still pregnant. But by the time you're listening to this, I for sure had the baby. Um, But there's just something, it's almost like something I want to document. It's a lesson I'm learning that I have learned so many freaking times and that I know I will need probably right around now when this comes out, when I'm getting back into work um, and even navigating like probably the first, probably forever, because I've been learning this forever, but definitely like the first few months, six months with the, you know, being a mom of two and having a newborn and um, running my business. And really simply put, I just want to remind myself and remind everyone that there is no right way. There is no right way to run your business. There's not. And there's this really interesting thing I found. And I and don't get me wrong, I have noticed this in myself more times than I could ever, ever count. But I, it's so much easier to see things in your clients, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and be like, oh, no, you shouldn't feel that way. Like, feel like this. Think like this. But like when it's yourself, it's like, oh, Uh, So much harder. Um, But anyway, there's something I've seen so many times that's so interesting to me that it's like this, we, it's a control issue. I find that we tend to really, really want, think we want, I should say, and search for this business model and this business plan and strategy and like, it just feels like it would be so nice if each of us could have our our way of doing things and that was that. These are going to be the offers forever. This will be the way we sell them forever. Like we don't I think I think we think we want this because it just seems like it would be so much less stressful to not have to worry about getting it right. But you can't get it right because you can't get it wrong. I guess you could, you can get it wrong. And we all have when we don't trust ourselves. But I think this is the, this is the lie about alignment. I have found as someone who loves learning about herself and I've, I've really the past couple years have loved learning about my own human design. For those of you that don't know, I am a four, six emotional authority projector. If you don't know what that means, it really doesn't matter. But if you do, you might find it interesting. (laughs) 
if we have similar human design, send me a message. I want to know. Um, and I even have found it really interesting to learn a little bit more about astrology. I'm not an expert. So if you want to know, if you don't care, that's really fine. But I am a Taurus sun, sun sign, Capricorn moon, and wait for it, Scorpio <laughs> rising. I found this to be so interesting. And I really love learning about this. And even still, as I learn about myself and I learn about my own unique way of alignment, I've realized there is no way of alignment because, I mean, there is, but there's not because it will change. And I would like to say that us, especially as women, but I think all humans, but we literally live on a cycle, right? And, but the whole universe does too. And I've given this book a shout out so many times, but if you're a mom and if you're a woman, but especially if you're a mom, but honestly, if this resonates at all, you're, you you need to read Do Less by Kate Northrop. I I shout that book out so much. It's so good. But anyway, (laughs) um, she talks about this. Like she talks about the woman cycle, um, and not just your period, but like the whole thing. And then she also correlates that to the moon. And so anybody can, anybody is on a cycle, right? Because you're living on in this universe, which is on a cycle. Um, and so it's like, even though right now something might feel really, really aligned, it might not tomorrow or next month or in the next phase of, of the moon cycle or the next phase of my cycle or the next phase of my life. Even um, the earth is in seasons, right? Nature runs on seasons, um, which are like every few months. So it's just like, there's so many cycles as well. Um, and then I think there's cycles in our life, right? Pregnancy. There's the three, debatably four (laughs) trimesters. And then there's, there's cycles we'll go through with the, with the baby, right? There's so many different life phases. And then now we have two kids and then plus I have a relationship that will go through cycles. And then like, it starts to feel a little overwhelming, but it doesn't need to be when you just surrender to it. Surrender to the cycles, surrender. And, and the way that I am, I'm sure some of you who've been listening for a long time have heard me go on and on and on about this concept, but I really just call it flow. And like there was, I actually had a program called Six Figure Flow and it was like a mastermind course hybrid. And when I created that, I, I met, everybody was using the word flow back then. I don't know if it feels like people are now or, you know, but back then it seemed like everybody was using the word flow, ease and flow, ease and flow, ease and flow. It was a trendy word. And back then I thought it was like ease. Like it was, it was like a strategic ease, like build your business like this and it'll be easy. And the things I taught, I still teach. They're really good. But what I've come to realize is that's not really flow because flow is surrendering to all, to life, to all of, all of life, the good and the bad, all of your phases, all of the cycles you'll go through and, um, trusting. And I think it's a lie. And I think we're afraid, like this feels aligned, right? If I, if I surrender to this and I believe you here, Taylor, and there's not a one way, well, I'll constantly be rebuilding my business but when you surrender to the flow of it, it feels really fun. 
and it feels really fulfilling and it is cycles. So just because right now, maybe there's something new coming through that you feel called to do that might be completely against everything you said you were going to do this year or everything you thought that would be in your alignment, that's okay because it's not necessarily throwing something away because you might come back to that thing in another cycle or you might not. And that's okay too. (laughs) Because part of these cycles does come shedding the old and bringing in the new. And it's more fulfilling and it's more fun. And some of your cycles might last years, right? I've been having this come up a lot with clients. So I feel like I I have a a cycle in my bit, like a year long cycle in my business. Um, there's probably a couple. So maybe, maybe there's really three. So I don't, you know, I don't know, but there's like a couple things that happen every single year. And one of them is like a burn it down, build it back moment. And so of course I attract clients that have that same thing around the same time. And so I'm talking to these clients who have amazing businesses, like multi six, even seven figure businesses that are successful and have are actually easy to run, right? They work 15 hours a week, 20 hours a week, maybe 25 hours a week, and they're ready to burn it down and build it back up. And (laughs) they get so frustrated. And when I say they, I mean me (laughs) and them. It gets so frustrating because it's like, when will I ever be happy? When will I ever be content? When will I ever be done? But is that what we really want? Or can we surrender to the flow and just enjoy the flow? And I think I did such a good job of that when Ruby was born. And then there's other times where I've done a really good job. And there's other times where I've really resisted it. And I can just tell you that every time I resist it, I feel like I literally am forcing myself to do stuff I don't want to or putting myself in a box or whatever. And so let yourself go with the flow. Maybe more logically put, which probably all of my super logical people are long gone on this episode by now. They're like, all right, I'll be back next week, Taylor. Um, But like permission to change your mind, permission to change your mind, permission to do things differently than your coach does them. Even though you thought you hired your coach because you really like the way they do things. And that doesn't mean you hired the wrong coach. I've been hearing about this from people like regret. And it's like, no, you hired the right coach. It's just, it's not looking what you thought it was supposed to look like because you're not building a cookie cutter business, which was never supposed to happen anyway. Um, Yeah, permission to change your mind, permissions to do things differently than your coach, permission to, um, this is a conversation I had recently, permission to do things differently than you've taught your own clients to do them. Permission to have fun, permission to get creative, permission to try something new without knowing that it will be successful. Permission to trust yourself. Permission to work way less because that's what you're feeling called to do. Permission to kind of hustle a little and work way more because that's what you're feeling called to do. Like to get lost in your work, like in a good way. (sighs) Just permission. I just want to send you guys so much permission. I know, you know, January, now we're approaching the end of January. So a lot of this is probably like sizzling, fizzling, fizzling, fizzling out a little bit. But like we make all these plans. I laugh at the whole thing because I've, look, I have made so many different 2022 plans. I'm not kidding you. 
Like I've made so many and I've shared them with my team. Some of them, only some of them, like if my team listens to this, like I've only shared like maybe a quarter and I'm like, you need to stop because it's get, it's getting clear you're not sticking to any of this. And then we get hard on ourselves. Why can't I just stick to something? Maybe you're not supposed to. Why can't I just stick to a plan? Maybe you're not supposed to know the plan. You know? Maybe not. Maybe that's why. Maybe there's not anything wrong with you. Oh, I used to think to be a really successful business owner, I needed to just like head down, game plan, focus, like have my stuff together, plan so far ahead, be able to give my team. I mean, I've told myself for so long, you're not a good team leader. You're not a good boss. Because, and one of the biggest reasons is simply because I make my plans more month to month. And even then little things will change, but I'm pretty good at like, you know, giving my team a decent plan for the month. Sometimes not though. But any longer than that, it's like, I'll give them plans, but they're going to (laughs) change. And I tell myself I'm not a good boss. And that's not true. That's not true. You don't need to know your year's plan to be a good team leader. You don't need to know your year's plan to have your best year ever. And in fact, here's what I was going to say. I find the concept of planning your year so funny because I think that if you think you can sit down and plan your year, then you're not really planning for growth because I, every year, end the year such a different person than when I started it because I do so much personal development work and I'm committed to growth and self-awareness. So it's like, who am I to think that I know what I will desire to be doing 12 months from now? And who am I to think that I will be able to even comprehend the amount of money I'm capable of making 12 months from now? The audacity to not expect the growth that I'm capable of. And I actually think it's so true. And and I I think the, the years that you do these really solid plans you probably, you will hit your goals. A lot of the time you can hit your goals, but actually you might be capping yourself, you know, because you're like, well, I, I set the goal, like making this much, making this much. And you're on track so much sooner. Not always. I know it's not always the case, but I just think leave room for magic. I love planning. I love pen and paper. I love a good planner. I love a sauna. The amount of Google doc plans my team gets from me is absurd. Um, but in all reality, I do have like a really good monthly plan document template that we use, um, that I share in my mastermind, but it's like, I love planning. Don't get me wrong. But what I've learned is you've got to leave room for magic. It's the same thing with strategy. I love strategy. I love ads. I love webinars. I love content. I love like the site, the, the psychology of sales and, and wording and, um, I think I'm good at it, but there's no room for magic. There can be, but we usually don't leave room for magic. So permission to leave room for magic. Permission, like, here's the thing too that I teach in my mastermind I want to share with you guys. I'm not saying don't plan for your year. Because if I was saying that, I would be a fraud. Because I have planned 2022 so many times. But I have to always remind myself 
that the, it's playing with it. Play with the options. Play with the numbers. Maybe make a plan. Be like, if I were to do things completely different than I think I even want to, what would it look like? Because you might discover some really cool things. I think planning is amazing because you can really open your mind up to options when you let go of getting it right. And you're like, I'm just going to play. And so I encourage my clients, like, take out an offer. How could you hit your goal without that offer? And don't add another offer in. Like, how could you hit your goal with just, like, let's say you plan out five offers. Take one out. How will you hit your goal with just those four? If you could only sell one offer and to hit your goal, which one would you go with? What if you sold 30 offers? And it's like, I don't really think anyone should sell 30 offers necessarily, but um, that's a really powerful exercise that I will do. It's like, if I feel kind of bored, I make myself do a whole page of offer ideas. Just like, if I, like, what is everything I could possibly sell? And then cool things will come through. Or sometimes I, through doing that, I'll be like, oh yeah, I have that one offer. What if we, what if we broke that back out and sold the replays? Or what if, oh, what if we bundled this? Or what if I made this new one and put this in as a, like, I'll get really, really cool ideas. So planning, but more like playing because you're fooling yourself. I don't know anybody, like, I'm just not that type of person. Like, I don't stick to any plans I actually make, but I love planning and it is helpful for me. So I just, I want to give yourself permission of that too. Don't be hard on yourself. If you're already finding yourself wanting to change the plan, change the goal, play with it explore and know that like hopefully what your plan is doing is opening up your mind to what's possible and opening up your mind to options you know um but leave room for magic and please the last thing I'll say I think is please don't hire a coach thinking that you're going to run your business exactly like them because you're not. And if you do, you're going to be miserable and it's probably not going to work. Hire a coach if you even feel called. You don't even need to. I like to. <laughs> I like to hire coaches. I like when my clients hire me. But hire a coach because you mostly like how they do things and you see yourself in them and you you feel and you believe that they would be really open to showing you really transparently behind the scenes, even the not good parts, that they're not going to tell the whole world publicly because they're navigating it and figuring it out, but also who's open to giving you options and ideas and who's really committed to getting to know you so that they actually can intuitively guide you to probably your best way. And don't feel ashamed when you don't do things like them and don't feel ashamed when you change your mind a lot, you know? Okay. I can go on and on. I'll leave you guys with that. Um, (laughs) back to business. I hope you guys love this. If this spoke to you, send me a message because I want to know who's going through this and what's just, I'd love to hear from you on Instagram at underscore the Taylor Lee. Send me a message. Let's chat a little bit. Um, my gosh. I can't believe this is the last episode of January. It's so crazy. Like, I guess I'll talk to you next week when it's February. It's so bizarre. 
and I'm going to have a two-year-old. Ruby's birthday is the first week of February. I can't even believe that. Okay, I'm going to let you guys go. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.